Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Now we continue with my interview with Bill Medley of the Righteous Brothers. Because it's amazing. Well, you're right. When the, the movie Ghost showed up, Unchained Melody all of a sudden was rediscovered. And, and I saw a video of you guys on with Andy Williams, I think, back in the 60s. And it was Bobby by himself, of course, singing Unchained Melody. Yeah. But you didn't, you didn't seem to be bothered. You produced that song, didn't you? I, I produced it, uh, arranged it, played piano on it, and sang nice. some vocal background. Other than that, I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> but, Bobby, but Bobby just killed it. I mean, he just did an ex- obviously an exceptional, exceptional vocal job on that song. How important are live vocals, Bill? Because there are people now who use a lot of auto-tune. They, it's very, very produced. Those videos of you guys singing uh, Love and Feeling or, or him singing you know, uh, Unchained Melody or uh, um, uh, Soul and Inspiration, I mean, oh, the, these songs were live, and they were yeah. really live. Like, if you missed a note, we would all know it, and you guys never did. Well, we were, we were pretty fortunate. You know, uh, uh, we were... Uh, I don't know if I should say it, but we but we were real singers, right? You know, we 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 just didn't uh, have a garage band and luck out. You know, uh, right? But Bobby was a great great singer, and uh, uh, yeah, and that version of Unchained Melody on the Andy Williams show is probably the best the best version of that song I've ever heard. I mean, uh, on you know America's Got Talent and the Idol and so. Unchained melodies sung all the time, but boy, no nobody did it like Bobby. Well, that performance, he hit some notes at the end, and I'm a musician, as you know. I'm a saxophone player. I yeah. try to sing, but I'm not going to sing for you because I sound like an idiot. But um, uh, you, I can't. It's in the stratosphere, Bill. I don't understand yeah. how a man gets there. He's like singing a soprano note. Was he? Was he a, a, a contratenor? Do you think with a range like that? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. Put him at a, a first tenor, maybe a second tenor on the way to first tenor. Okay. Uh, yeah, we, I still don't know how high he could sing. I mean, he he just had an incredible range up there, just unbelievable. I, I and, had Ted, uh, I had Ted Neely on the show once, who played Jesus Christ in Jesus Christ Superstar, sure. and he sings like a, a, a an un, two two octaves above the high staff G in Jesus Christ Superstar, and I think Bobby sang that same note at the end of Unchained Melody. So you've got to be standing back going, okay, I know I'm a really good singer, I'm Bill Medley, but holy mackerel, what is this guy doing? Yeah, he, he always amazed me. I mean, he he just, he amazed me. I mean, it, he just, he would go up and hit notes without thinking about it. I don't think he ever, you know, ever sat down to find out what, you know, on the piano what his range was. <laughs> But, uh, uh, yeah, just just remarkable. Great, great, great singer. As you said, there was a resurgence of the Righteous Brothers in the 80s. There was also a resurgence of you individually. I remember seeing Bobby show up on Cheers and singing uh, Unchained Melody to, to um, Shelley Long on, on the show. And then a few years later, suddenly you're on the biggest soundtrack on the planet in Dirty Dancing. I heard a story that you almost didn't do that song. Will you do me a favor and tell me, tell me that story? Well, yeah, they they uh, uh, they had called me. Uh, uh, Jimmy Einer was putting the music together uh, for the movie, and they uh, he called me and said, "Bill, I, 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 we really want you to sing the song for this for this movie." 
And uh, I said, well, uh, what, what's the name of the movie? He said, Dirty Dancing. I said, man, it sounds like a bad porno movie. <laughs> uh, Come on. And, I, and, he, and, they, and I'm a California guy, and they wanted me to go to New York to record it. And Paula, my wife, was uh, expecting our child. And uh, I promised her that I would be, be home for that. And uh, so I turned it down. I said, I, I can't. I can't go into New York. My wife is going to have a, our child. And they would call me about once a week, say, has your wife had the baby yet? <laughs> and wow. uh, so uh, Paula had our child, McKenna, who is now on stage singing it with me. She's an amazing singer. Uh, thank you very much. She is. And um, so finally they, they called and Paula had, the, had our child and uh uh they said you know jennifer warns wants wants to uh record the song if she can do it with you and i said oh well that would be great because i think she just had that hit with joe cocker yeah up where we, uh, belong. Up where we belong exactly yeah. yeah so so that song and this song is kind of the beauty and the beast you know me being the beast. And well, well this, this, I can't imagine another voice in that song. I can't imagine that movie having just that feel without Bill Medley being on that. So when you hear this, how does it work, Bill? When you hear a song, do you think to yourself, I'm gonna, this is going to be a good one for me? Or do you think to yourself, it's a nice song, we'll see what happens? Uh, well, it's a little bit of both, especially if you're doing a song for a movie. Uh, you know... You hope it's going to turn out well. And uh, that's kind of how I felt about uh, uh, I've had the time of my life. I liked the song. I liked it. And uh, uh, but the, the, the demo that they sent, sent me were the, the writers and they were they sang real high. <laughs> and so I so I kind of didn't uh, I didn't get the, the vibe. Right. That it was a Bill Medley song. But by the time. Uh, I said, okay, uh, I'll, I'll do it. And, and the truth is, is we didn't think the movie was going to do anything, but Jennifer and I just wanted to work together. So we went in to the studio and they put it in the, in, in the right key or the, for me anyway. Right. Right. And, uh, uh, so we just, we sang it and we, we threw a whole bunch of stuff on tracks and, and uh, I said, well, hopefully that will work. And uh, about Boy, two weeks later, yeah, they, they sent me the record. And I said, wow, <laughs> that, that's pretty good. I mean, that, that was number one for a while, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. It's a big, I love and feeling the most played record in the history of American radio. But I think, I think I've had the time of my life is the biggest, biggest song I've ever been involved with. Amazing. It is uh, Bill Medley, of course, the deep voice uh, with the Righteous Brothers. Righteous Brothers out touring right now. Go to RighteousBrothers.com. Go and see this man sing. It's it's an amazing experience. Bill, I've got to ask you a couple of questions from my daughter, Gabby. She's 23 years old. She is a huge fan of yours, of Elvis, of Bobby Darren. She's a big star, fan of Dion. Wow. She, she, at her age, is is loving the era that you come from. She had a couple of questions. How did you and Bobby meet? Um. Uh... Well, I, ha I had a small little rock and roll band, 
and Bobby had a small little rock and roll band, and we were uh, both from Orange County. And we had a, 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 another really good friend uh, that from Orange County, but he had been working Vegas a lot, and he was kind of uh, worn out with that, and he wanted to come home. And he wanted to put together a band that he felt would get uh, a lot of work. So he took Bobby and Bobby's drummer and me and my, uh, my guitar player and put us all together. Of course, uh, Bobby and I were both raised on rhythm and blues. So right. uh, we, just, uh, we just had a ball and singing in some little dumpy nightclub <laughs> and, uh, and, and, it was, and it was great. But uh, yeah, John Wimber is the guy that put us together. Amazing that he did. The other question she had: Do you have a favorite song of mine, or just a favorite song? Well, I mean, it could be of yours and of all time. But yeah, no. I mean, if they're different, uh, sure, of yours or of anybody's. Well, uh, this is a song that was Bobby's and my favorite song, and we recorded it, and it was uh, "You Never Walk Alone." Oh, it's a great song. Great song, and uh, uh, we we learned it from. Uh, from Roy Hamilton. We were big right. fans of Roy Hamilton, and uh, he sang it. Actually, that's where we uh, got Unchained Melody. It was from Roy Hamilton. Elvis was Hamilton. a big fan of Roy Hamilton as well, right? Huge fan. Yeah, because I think he actually took some of his singing cues from Roy Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah, wow. he... Uh, yeah, he... Uh, <laughs> I know in that, that, that new Elvis movie, I think it ends with Elvis singing... Unchained Melody, and, and Bobby and I get all the credit. Truth is, it's uh, he's doing uh, uh, Roy Hamilton, you know. But we'll take the credit anyway. Well, why not? I mean, you guys have certainly popularized the song, but Roy Hamilton was a great singer. I, I read up on yeah. how Elvis was a huge fan. I actually did an event with Priscilla a few years ago here in San Antonio where I was the MC oh. and she did sort of a night with Priscilla, which was amazing. I know that Elvis loved you and you loved Elvis. You guys were good friends. But the thing that I always got, and I think this might be in your book, if not, I've seen it in other interviews, you actually just saw him as a dude. And one day backstage, you realize this is like the king. So how did that whole thing even develop? How did you become friends with Elvis? Well, he used to come at, before we had Love and Feeling. We had these West Coast hits, Little Lap, Loopy Lou, My Babe, all those things. And Elvis uh, was living in uh, Beverly Hills, and he just became a fan. He was a, and he would come to uh, uh, all of our shows that he could come to, and uh, then. Uh, I was working Las Vegas at the Sands Hotel, and I had left the Righteous Brothers in 68. Okay. And uh, I was working the Sands, and my contract ran out, and, Elvis, and that was about 1970. And Elvis, uh, Elvis knew that my contract was running out, and he wanted me to come over to uh, the uh, Hilton, the uh, International Hilton, where he was working. So uh, I went over there, and uh, in between shows, uh, easily three or four times a week, Elvis would call me and say, Bill, come on down to the dressing room. And uh, I would go down, and, and, it was, and it was really cool because it was just Elvis and I and Elvis's hairdresser. 
And we just got to, you know, after, you know, meeting with Elvis for, I don't know, a hundred times, you just, he's Elvis. He's, he's right. Elvis, I'm Bill. The, and we were raised on the same music and, and he was kind of more of a baritone than a tenor. And, uh, we wrote, we both rode mo motorcycles and, and all that stuff. So we just, we just really liked each other as guys. And, and one night he said, you know, Bill, come on. Cause his dressing room was down downstairs. And he said, come, come upstairs while I go on stage and, and watch me go on stage. So I said, cool. And we went back there and he, we were waiting in the wings and, uh, and they started that, what is it, 2000, boom. Right, All yeah, that. Space it's Odyssey. Great. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and the, the girls are starting screaming and going, <laughs> and and Elvis is, uh, uh, they were they were coming, f fixing Elvis's up, you know, fixing his collar, his clothes, and his hair, and this and that, and, and I just kind of moved back about 10 feet so they could do that. I mean, he was kind of in the shadows, you know, uh, in the side of the stage. And I, I looked and uh, I looked and I said, man, that isn't Elvis, that's Elvis Presley. Right. And it, it was really kind of a, kind of a weird mind blower, you know, to see my friend. And I knew who he was, you know, obviously. Right. I mean, I was, I was a big fan and, but, but you get so comfortable with somebody, you forget that that's what they do. And I mean, I, a lot of times I've met people and became friends with them before they ever saw me sing. And then they see me, see me sing and they say, holy, you know, that's so weird. But it was really weird with Elvis and he, he was a good friend and a really great guy. It just, it sounds like he was, uh, he saw you as a guy that was in the same realm and, and you guys could just be Bill and Elvis, like you said. I bet he didn't have a whole lot of that in his life because everybody wanted something. You didn't want anything. You sat there and talked with your friend. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. And it was very cool that uh, by the time I would get to his dressing room, all, all the Memphis Mafia and all the guys were out, were out of the room and it was just... Elvis and I and his hairdresser. That's so cool. So, so uh, uh, yeah, you, you just uh, it was just great to get to know him as 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 Elvis, as a guy. It is uh, Bill Medley, incredible rock and roll legend. Go to uh, righteousbrothers.com, righteousbrothers.com. Go see him in concert. The Righteous Brothers are out touring still. And Bill, when you get to Texas, you got to promise uh, you you'll let me come over and shake your hand. Oh, please. I'll take you to dinner. That would, We're well, old friends I, now, Joe. <laughs> oh, only if I can pay. And, and no, by the no, way, and, and by the way, I said this last time. Um, thank you for at least letting me sing something at karaoke. Without Bill Medley, I could not sing any of the songs because of the stupid voice that I have. But uh, but you're, it, what's interesting is people love the tone. They absolutely love the fact that you're so deep, and you just don't get anybody do that anymore. I mean, you're the guy who set the standard, and other men are going, well, I can't sing those songs. I luckily can sing a little bit in karaoke if it's a Bill Medley song. Well, good, man. I'm glad I'm helping you out. <laughs>
<laughs> I I can't wait to see you in concert live. Everybody should go and get tickets right now, righteousbrothers.com. Thank you for making more time for me, my friend. I really appreciate you. Thank you, Joe. Love you, and I'll see you in Texas. I can't wait. We love you back. All right, we're back after this. Stay right here. Thanks. This is the Joe Pag Show. so glad to be able to hang out with Bill Medley for a while. He's just a just a great guy. And imagine, you're one of the singers on the most played song in American radio history, and you're just a cool guy hanging out with a, with a doofus like me. I just thought that was great. If you're in the Northeast, go to RighteousBrothers.com. Actually, if you're anywhere listening, go to RighteousBrothers.com. Find out when he's going to be near you, and go check it out. There is a new high singer, because uh, Bobby died several years ago, but um, they sound great. McKenna comes out and sings, I've had the time of my life with him. And uh, it's really, it's going to be worth it for you if he's anywhere near you. And he said he's coming to Texas. I hope he does. Sam, how cool would that? We, we'd have to go, right? Oh, absolutely. Come on, Sam. Come on now. Be so Come cool. Yeah, cool. Extre- extremely cool. All right, let's do some pop culture. Up. Dirty pop. Hi, right, Paula, what's happening? So I'm sure you saw over the weekend that Matthew Perry passed away. Yeah, horribly sad. Couldn't believe it. Yeah, so, and of course, the, the, the Friends cast have released a statement regarding that. Um, I guess they said that they'll go into further detail, but of course, you know, right now, they're just, you know, wishing his family, I guess, they're the best and stuff like that. Uh, it's pretty interesting, though, but because that's happened, the, the Friends theme, you know, People started reminiscing, I guess, and and so like that right. has started streaming, and and that's picked up. And then I noticed over the weekend too, when I was watching some episodes, they had already put in there, you know, in memory of Matthew Perry. Like, wow, that was fast. Yeah, a lot of people have posted a lot of stuff about it. We're, I still don't know how he died. It was an accidental drowning, but we'll find out if there's anything else involved. Polo, thank you. I appreciate it. Sam, thanks. Carrie, thanks. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great night. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.